Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Highland Objects or visit the website highlandobjects.wordpress.com. Podcast 1 The Secret Portrait Hello, this is Chris Robinson speaking from the West Highland Museum in Fort William to tell you all about our secret portrait. It's almost 50 years since I first came to Fort William. It's been a great place to live, to work and to get outside. But indoors, there's a museum, the West Highland Museum, full of treasures. And to some, our prized piece is the secret portrait. It's certainly a most memorable piece. Time and time again, return visitors who came here years ago ask, have you still got that thing that you look at and you see? It lives in a rectangular case in room six, the Jacobite room in the museum. There are two parts to it, a wooden tray, not unlike an old tea tray, but spread over much of its surface is a confused crescent of colour painted in a hemispherical fashion bit like a dull rainbow with a migraine. But above the tea tray sits a polished steel mirror, a cylindrical tube which is clean, clear and reflective. The mirror has a wooden base and a dinky little top to lift it up with. We call it the secret portrait. And as far as we know, it was first called that in the catalogue of an exhibition held in the museum in 1925, an important exhibition. You might think that there are lots of secret portraits, and I'm sure there are, but if you Google those three words, the West Highland Museum pops up everywhere. It's an anamorphic portrait, of which more later. But let me tell you exactly what it's like. There are two separate parts, which, unless you know, they bear no immediate relation to each other. But when the mirror is placed on a certain spot on that wooden tray, and when you look at it from round and about at the right height, and at a straight on or at a lateral angle, suddenly the confused rainbow becomes a refined portrait. Not just any portrait, but a portrait of Prince Charles Edward Stuart, or Bonnie Prince Charlie, or to the initiated, BPC. Its story in the West Highland Museum goes back almost 100 years. The West Highland Museum was founded by a group of local enthusiasts led by one Victor Hodgson. And in the early 1920s, over three summers, they held a series of annual exhibitions, culminating in the exhibition of Prince Charles Edward and the 45 campaign, for which a fine catalogue was produced. Item 188 in that catalogue is the secret portrait. And Hodgson suggests that the two pieces would be put together only in loyal Jacobite company and placed on a table, and there, looking at the portrait of their leader, it would gladden their hearts when drinking a toast to the prince. Where did it come from? All we know is it was bought by Victor Hodgson himself in a junk shop in London in the early 1920s, and he describes it as almost unique. As an aside, many people would have been introduced to the Jacobites through the trilogy of historical novels written in the 1920s by D.K. Broster, The Flight of the Heron, The Gleam in the North, and The Dark Mile. 
Ron Cameron, one of our board members, has established that Broster spent five weeks in Lock Harbour when the exhibition would have been running. And later she wrote and reflected, and I quote, I was there five weeks in almost constant rain and had not, when I went, the slightest intention of writing about the 45, which is an overwritten period and one which I knew very little about. In fact, it rather bored me. But the spirit of the place got such a hold on me that before I left, I had the whole story planned almost in spite of myself. Perhaps the secret portrait was her central inspiration. That 1925 exhibition saw over 470 paintings, artefacts, touchpieces, relics, coins, medals, letters, maps, miniatures, manuscripts gathered together and a library of 180 Jacobite books. Actually, significantly more than were available in the Jacobite exhibition in Edinburgh in 2017. Many of the things were borrowed, but some had already belonged to the fledgling museum, and Hodgson must have approached some of the donors because some of those objects which were lent to us were later gifted. So what's it all about? Well, we need to know a little bit about Jacobites, just to remind you that the third Jacobite uprising took place in 1745, when Prince Charles Edward arrived from France and landed in Eriske, came to Glenfinnan where he raised his standard. And the Jacobite army took off from there and got within a hundred miles of London, only to lose confidence and to retreat back north towards Inverness, where the decisive Battle of Culloden took place in April 1746. Prince Charles escaped and was five months in hiding before he managed to find his way back to France. The reprisals were severe. And amongst other things, Tartan was banned and any portrait or likeness of the prince was banned. And perhaps the possession of such a thing would have been treasonable. So, imagine, you and your Jacobite friends are gathered to talk over recent events of the 45. The secret portrait is put in place in the middle of the table and you are toasting the prince. Will you know come back again? And then there's an unexpected knock on the door and the entrance of a stranger. You'd quickly dismantle the secret portrait, and its purpose would be immediately lost to all but those already in the know. But what's an anamorphic portrait? The two words come from ana, meaning again, and morph, meaning form. And anamorphic art is a distortion of realism by a projection, the projection of an art form, which makes it difficult to recognise. But that distortion can be formed again to normality by reviewing it on a slant or through a suitable mirror or reflective surface. In the early Renaissance period, artists were beginning to master perspective and apparently became fascinated by the simplest forms of anamorphic art, which would have been stretched pictures. A simple modern example will be the initials of a well-known Scottish bank painted on the grass at Murrayfield during a rugby match, which, when viewed from the right angle, where the TV camera lens is, the letters make sense again. The earliest examples of this are seen in the notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci. So I hope now that the secret portrait is not so secret anymore. Do come and see it in Fort William, in the West Island Museum. And when you've seen it, if the museum is busy... Linger close by and listen for the different exclamations from visitors who, when they suddenly see the reappearance 
of the secret portrait, you'll hear sounds of surprise, which are sometimes different from different nationalities, but all express the same thing. Amazement. Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland. <laughs>